0: I really just didn't want to leave it where we left it. There is a lot that has happened and a lot of months have passed. You know, we, we've taken like holiday breaks in between, like in the middle of the season and stuff like that. But we are completely different people now than who we were when we left, when we last recorded that right. episode. And I think you mentioned it before, just kind of like sharing your grief, sharing where you are so that people can connect with you in a different way. I think we need to get back to doing that. And so I just wanted to I want to just share where we are because right. people care. Hey, hey,
1: I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy, and we are back with a proper ending for our season three. So, as y'all know, we haven't recorded or posted an episode since July following the death of our son, Noble. But it's been four months, and we decided that we wanted to end season three properly if we could.
0: Yes, Randy decided
1: that. Randy decided? Yeah,
0: Randy decided that we should be good people because i was actually perfectly fine with um no, you
1: weren't i, don't I know was fine with on sh- i was and...
0: fine with struggling for a while like for real like i was just kind of sitting in that space um and it wasn't until we had a conversation that you initiated about like continuing about just doing any of this i just i i just feel like it's good to like mention I feel this like... you inspired me to want to do this again but we'll get into like the depths of that but i didn't oh. come on here trying to do anything different it's just you made me want to like get back to people again since the start of this
1: i thought that when we had our last patreon call you were like i'm ready and so who, that's what who initiated the patreon call i did
0: okay <laughs> so again just trying to give you credit for the <laughs> what you sparked and making me want to do again do anything again is what i was doing
1: well thank you mike you're welcome all right y'all so continuing with our season's theme of taking our shit back because we i guess we still there we still there <laughs> um in this episode we'll be sharing why we decided to do this episode where we've been the past few months what's inspired us to come back and what you can look forward to from the black millennial marriage podcast moving forward
0: yeah i am excited to be recording with you again are you we haven't done a, it feels weird yeah, it's it's a little so we gotta like
1: well i mean yeah we haven't touched the mic we did try to record an episode mm-hmm. we did record an episode after noble pass we we recorded it like a week later and it was really bad it was
0: absolutely terrible it was a Um, horrible
1: idea it was awful Mm -hmm. yeah and awful in that drew's tv was still on and we hadn't like done a sound check and like all you could hear was fantasia music (laughs) in the background (laughs) while she was taking her nap and we were very very low nobody wanted to talk about the labor or about noble being gone and so you couldn't even hear it was just really bad and it was a really bad idea and so we really needed this time away from the mics but yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So babe, in our first segment, what are we going to do?
0: Oh, in our first segment, we're going to, you know, discuss everything that we just talked about. Yeah. <laughs> so again, <laughs> where we've been the past few months, what inspired us to come back and um, what you can look forward to with BMM, because there's something to look forward to. There is. Um, In our second our second segment today, in our fight or flight, because yes, we are going to end the season with the fight or flight, because why not? Why not? Uh, I'm confronting Randy about um her disrespectful new habits. The girl, <laughs> she's developed some new habits, y'all. Um, naturally, you know, she's gone through a lot of life changes and she's just done shit that is just really rude um, that she does around the house. And we'll dive that into I that. I do
1: around the house. Around Finally, the house. I know it's crazy. We will wrap it up. Uh-huh. We will end it with the PDA segment where we will show each other some love and or thank each other for something, y'all. And we just thank you for tuning in. we're back. Yeah. So the backstory is we stopped podcasting after Noble passed. Noble was born July 25th. He was alive for about an hour, a little over an hour. And he passed on July 25th. And um, if you've been following us, you will know that this is our third pregnancy. This was our third pregnancy. He was our third child. And we were trying really hard to keep him in I was trying to keep him in trying really hard to keep me pregnant my water broke prematurely and I was on I was considered very high risk and I was put on bed rest and we had paused podcasting so that I could be on bed rest and then we did a live from the bed episode where we talked about the bed rest and talked about my water breaking really early no one knows why no one knows why no one can tell us anything um I'm technically, I'm Technically, perfectly healthy and normal, and shit happens. So, Noble passed, and we just we thought we would take a year away.
0: We had planned to take a year away.
1: away. Um, we kept our Patreon going, and Patreon is a place where creators get paid for their service because podcasting is a service. You'll find all types of people on there, including us. And we kept our Patreon up because we needed it. And when did we uh, start
0: our Patreon in the first year? Right,
1: I think twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah, um, and so our After, just before Drew was born, yeah, we wanted to create like that community space on Patreon, and it's been like a really good, like a nice, solid build. Um, and the people over there have really been like we've grown really, really close to everybody over there. Like we're mm-hmm. invested, <laughs> and uh, like made like real life friends over there. And so we really wanted to just keep that space up because I think that was the first space that we actually rejoined where we started talking to people outside uh-huh. of our family
1: about Noble, yeah. and we started having meetings. We told them the birth story, and that really helped us get into, back into seeing people. Yeah, And so um, it was really bad, it was really sad. Um, He was beautiful. We shared some pictures with him, of him, with them, with the village over on Patreon. And there are people who stayed, we we're really surprised people stayed because we weren't really producing content in the way that we had hoped we would this year. Mm-hmm. But everybody gets it because that's what happens when you lose a child. You just don't work the same. And so where we've been, this whole time it's been four months it would be four months on the actually on thanksgiving the 25th it would be four months of noble being gone he would have been four months if he was here so it's still really fresh and raw and new Mm -hmm. for us
0: now we're just in a space where we can at least better articulate our feelings without crumbling right externally
1: right and so Yes, yes. So, Mikey, where mm-hmm. have we been? Where have you been, you know, to catch the people up? Where have you been since Noble Path?
0: So in order to really, like, answer this question, I had to, like, break it down to, like, physically, emotionally, spiritually, like, where have I been? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ultimately, I have been angry. I have been depressed. I have been working. I have been deflecting. And I have ultimately just been heartbroken. Yeah. Um, it has been hard to function. <laughs> like, that's a that's understating it. It's hard to do anything. It's hard getting up most days. Um, it is hard brushing my teeth, showering, focusing throughout the day. It's been like an emotional, like wreck. This has been one of the hardest things that I have ever done in my life. I'm. It's safe to say this is the hardest thing I've done in my life. Yeah. I had to like deal with or feel. And again, we've given details a couple of times over episodes. And I think in the future, as it becomes a little bit easier to discuss, maybe more will I like, come out and we'll share it here. Um, but his birth was just very very rough you have said it before and again just to reiterate he was he was born this was not a miscarriage um he was born he lived and then he passed and it was all very traumatic shit so i've just i've not been okay but i've been trying more recently to get back to taking care of myself and connecting with people i've started with family members talking to my brothers has been a different type of healing Mm-hmm. communicating regularly with my sisters, trying to reach out to people, not ignoring text messages. And then talking to you is like, has been different. I've also been paying group more attention. Have and you? like, yeah, he, <laughs> I have been, I, I've pet group more in the last like, couple of oh months. Like it's sad, but like it is what it is. Like I just, I need, um I need to like, la- mean, we sit and we like lay down. And I like, I talk to him yeah and tell him things. And then Drew, you know, it's just, it's been very difficult finding like balance between, our living child, our existing marriage, our duties and responsibilities and bills and everything else we got to take care of and trying to grieve the hardest loss I've ever had in my life. So yeah, that's where I've been. Where, where have you been?
1: Very similar to you. Um, but my core ones have been, my core emotions and like feelings have been deeply embarrassed. I've been really ashamed. I've been feeling a lot of guilt we were very loud about Noble Um, in a way we weren't with Drew. And we vowed that we would do differently any future pregnancies after Drew because we were really scared. We didn't take a lot of pictures of her or my pregnancy with her. I, you know, I didn't move a lot. You know, I was just like very, I played very small and then she was born and she was healthy. And And
0: again, the reason for that being is because we we had had Drew coming off of a miscarriage. We had
1: her after. So Drew was a rainbow baby. And so we were like any other babies after Drew, no matter what we're going to like, say their name and get take excited pictures and be get hopeful. excited and yes, have faith. And we really did that with Noble. And, um,
0: there were more pictures and videos and anything with this pregnancy than any, any of preg- the ones yeah, before any of the
1: two pregnancies. And, and the nurses took a lot of pictures of him after we had him, which I'm so thankful for that. We have like yeah, pictures we had a him.
0: couple of really amazing doctors like mm-hmm. step in and, um, the, One I, of the doctors, Jeffrey, he 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 was just like, um, "Can I have your phone? I think that you might want these pictures later. Or we can record this." Mm-hmm. And he took it, and another nurse took him, and they, and uh, the NICU the doctors NICU nurse as well. Doctors they are were, like, different. They are was, different. It was crazy how like they were there. They yeah. didn't have to do any of that stuff. Um, but they did.
1: The nurse yeah. walked down and got my morphine for me. Like, and we'll talk more about the labor. Yeah. When we're ready, but um, I've been feeling really embarrassed because I was I loved very loudly. Mm-hmm. And I lost and I've been feeling really ashamed because and shame is the shame I've been feeling is I feel is mu- I must have done something bad. I am so bad. I am so awful to have lost this baby, to have done this to our family, to have not been able to keep him in. I've been in lots of deep, deep shame. And on the good days when we're like laughing or there's like peace or things are going well, I find that I am still struggling to let them be good days. Because I feel like I deserve I to um to feel like shit for the rest of my life, and maybe we w- we will be sad for the rest of our lives. This is something worth being sad over. But there there are, that is something I'm working through, and I've been feeling really guilty because um like I've done something, not just that I am bad, but that I have done something bad. And you know I'm in therapy, and we have a really great community, and y'all as listeners who have reached out to us after finding out about Noble, have been really kind and tender with your support. Yeah and affirming thank you for that by the way. um yes and so that's like that's helping but that's where i've been so and and part of that is you know uh the sum of all that is self-pity right and self-pity keeps you or at least it keeps me hiding and isolated because it feels very much like why me it's only me i'm so alone it's so lonely i mean i think that leading into why we started this episode i realized that that's not true can i ask so, you a question
0: we haven't really talked about this but it mm-hmm. just came up from what you said Personally, have you been feeling safer in your isolation? Or did you think that, because you've now started opening up more, but did mm-hmm. you feel, were you just there because it felt safer to just be to yourself?
1: I don't know. Actually, being to myself is not very safe or comforting. <laughs> <laughs> You're not <laughs> I nice to yourself. Being, yes. okay. Yeah, all so it right. hasn't no, really a been question. a safe place at all. Uh, so I was like, I need to spread this grief out. Mm-hmm. And so, similar You were to the you, first one to start doing that. You mm-hmm. started talking
0: to um, you, you know, your start, gang, mm-hmm. your your sibling your sister your mom like
1: when people started asking how are you doing i was honest i was like i really miss him i wish more people would talk to me about him stop acting like he wasn't here stop stop tiptoeing around you weren't about to say tiptoe. um <laughs> stop pussyfooting around that's <laughs> so, um, so i started saying that to people and Mary was like all right well let's go you know and so that really helped mm-hmm. because i talk about you all the time and she deserves to be talked about it. she's wonderful yeah. and i want to talk about noble and that's just the type of mother i am Though I know that's not always the case for people who are grieving, who have had an infant loss. But yeah, so that's where we've been, but we decided to do this episode because...
0: I didn't want to leave it where we left it. Yeah. Um, the Live from the Bed episode, you were still pregnant. I was. Noble was still alive. He was. We were still hopeful. Mm-hmm. We were nowhere near the depths that we have like since like sunk and is trying to like get out of. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot had happened since then. We started the podcast. It's, it's a, there's a couple of things that started a podcast. Some there, There's like a couple of different narratives. It wasn't just tragedy that started this podcast. It was right. us connecting. Mm-hmm. And I never want to disconnect from you. I'll dive into like that in the next thing. But I wanted to do this episode with you because I love doing this podcast still. Mm-hmm. I, once I you start clearing out of the fog of depression and anger and everything, you start realizing like what's important. Connection to my daughter is important. Real life shit is important. My health is important. And my relationship with you is extremely important. And a large part of why we are able to do the things that we do, talk the way that we talk, be who we are, is because we communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to communicate when you are so sad. Mm-hmm. And I am so sad. And the only thing, like, we can continue trauma bonding. Like, like it's, it's, there's, we can get into the depths of trauma bonding and sadness bonding, but that's like not the space that we're trying to be in. Constantly setting each other off. Even though we have like the space and we're open with each other and we can communicate those things, but we also have to like live and eat and shower and like do all these things. But I just wanted to like get back to just talking with you. And we had started talking more regularly in person and I wanted to just kind of get back to the space of doing it on the microphone because I enjoy doing this podcast with you. I love I love this like space Mm -hmm. that we have that we've created or we can just keep, you know, we can be open and vulnerable and honest. And I think that this is a good time to be recording now. I don't think that we could have done it any time before this. Yeah. With everything that had been going on. But I really just didn't want to leave it where we left it. There is a lot that has happened and a lot of months have passed. You know, we, we've taken like holiday breaks in between, like in the middle of the season and stuff like that. But we are completely different people now than who we were when we left, when we last recorded that episode. And I think you mentioned it before, just kind of like sharing your grief, sharing where you are so that people can connect with you in a different way think we need to get back to doing that and so i just wanted to i want to just share where we are because people care
1: people do care, people care and some people we have lots of listeners that have been here since we dropped the first five episodes back mm-hmm. in 2018 and you're right the reason one you. of the reasons i decided to i'm
0: sorry let me put on my interviewer hat what's one of the reasons <laughs> why you decided that you wanted to do this episode
1: I was inspired by Noble's Memorial to Mm -hmm. bring uh, the season to a proper close. So we had Noble's Memorial on my due date, which was November 20th, 2021. When you listen to this episode, don't know. But we had his memorial. We weren't going to do a memorial. We baptized him or he was baptized in the hospital the day after he died. And it was just me and Mikey. And I was like fine with just that being it. I was, like I said, very deep in self-pity and embarrassment and guilt and you're shame. You're talking about
0: at the time of the baptism? Yes. Oh, and so so I, just a real quick thing. Directly after the baptism, we said we had to get the fuck out of the hospital. I don't know if you That was very yes, shortly after that.
1: I was. Well, yeah, because we were done. You know, he had been dead for a day.
0: But they wanted to keep you there for an, an, another other 48 or hours. Something, for, yeah. I don't know. But I was like. Because of the surgery.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they wanted me. But I was like, I need to go home. And I had begged Mikey to beg the nurses to And I
0: told them I started packing and we We I was gotta, we gotta
1: yeah. go. So we short we left after the baptism. But anyway, we weren't gonna do a memorial. But then my sister came over and asked about it like casually. So she was like, okay, so when's the memorial? And I was like, We're not doing a memorial. And she did like this face. And then she quickly changed her face. And I realized that like she was really sad and that obviously our family bonded with noble a lot of people spent the night with me when i was on bed rest a lot of people spent the night with me in a hospital a lot of people spent the night with me in our home and people were really invested in keeping this baby here and keeping me healthy and happy and not depressed because depression during pregnancy especially a high-risk pregnancy is very common And can also be fatal. And so it was a group community effort. And I saw in that moment that this is not just about us and our grief and our self-pity. And that maybe the memorial would help us too. And so we actually had this memorial, and it was beautiful. It was it was really hard. We did it virtually. We had some family come over. Drew was like on her best behavior. It was odd. Um She so was like odd. very, and I, I had been crying all day, and she had like offered me her pacifier. Like she was just like very <laughs> sweet. And did the she forced you to drink water. She made me drink her from her water sippy cup, and she would not leave until I drink from it. And anybody knows sharing with a toddler is nasty, but she was insistent. But we had the memorial and it was beautiful. Like we, we, uh, 32 people yeah. were present, our friends and our family. And we got to show this video of, of my pregnancy and then of Noble's birth. And then we got to hear from people and tell our story. And it really helped. And it really helped spread this grief out. And so it made me think maybe having a proper ending and coming back as who I am, right? Because I think I've also been waiting to feel better. Yeah. And I realized after the, during the memorial, and after the memorial, that I'm never going to feel better, and I'm never going to be the person I was before we lost Noble, and I keep waiting to be this person, and it is, it is not happening. And, and it's I not think I've happen. been
0: trying to be, yeah, which is also just stupid, and it's not. Yeah, it's just it not sense happening. Sense. It's, it's just not, not real, yeah. and
1: all our reviews and things are like, y'all are so real, and y'all are so transparent, and y'all are so vulnerable, and there's all these like. Things that actually take, Our um, family members
0: told us the same thing. Things mm-hmm. that, in, in ways that I don't picture it at all and I don't receive. Like, I didn't approach it thinking that we were being strong or being. Yeah. I was just like, like we are struggling in like the worst ways, but you we know, were right.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah. So, I mean, that gave me the courage to maybe we can come back and instead of waiting to feel better, you know, like do with this grief. Mm. Yeah. So that was, I was inspired. I was inspired by his memorial. We're also back. Not only are we back for this episode, we're also back sooner than we thought. Um, When we announced Noble's death on August 2nd, we said we would take a year off from the podcast, which would have brought us back to July 2022. Mm -hmm. We are back sooner. And I want to talk about what inspired us to return sooner than we thought we would.
0: Yeah. So what inspired me was um, I was just compelled to remain connected to you. I, I know what it's like to start to be disconnected from your partner, from your family, from yourself. I've watched it in uncles, cousins, brothers, like as they start to go through things and I could recognize that I was going down a certain path.
1: Like what? And what my path? grief,
0: uh, my grief because again I started, I you know, just like I started smoking again. Mm-hmm. I had stopped smoking a very long time ago. Um I think I had quit in college, like I quit quit and I picked it back up. I was drinking very heavily because I just needed to just numb some things. Like I it, it's there was like an overload of emotions for a long time and um it was more rage and anger than anything else mm-hmm. and i needed to like in my in my mind i needed to sedate myself in, in some form of fashion like i need to calm down i did break some furniture then i didn't want to do that like i felt like there had to be some like healthier release other than just destroying everything around me but that's what i wanted to do since uh since the hospital right after we ended up having to you know put noble on life support i was starting to get really comfortable not talking to people at all mm-hmm. it was nice to just not hear from anybody not have to speak to anybody. I didn't feel like returning calls or text messages, even like the ones that were sent to me, like with some positivity. I was just I was just not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just really starting to dissociate from like a lot of things. But then I also recognized that at one point, I think I was only I was only responding to you in like really short word sentences. And I was withdrew, but I wasn't withdrew. And that made me feel away. like my body is there and I'm like participating with her. But I can see even she was like like you're not really here. Mm-hmm. And so there was a moment where she was like, okay, daddy, like she, like I, I was playing with her in her room and we were messing with the vegetables and she was like putting something in a bowl for me. And I like took the bowl from her and I'm like sitting there looking at it and I'm like looking at the vegetables and I'm like pretending to eat. And she just was like, I'm not feeling this. She was like, okay, daddy. and know, like she just dismissed me, which was odd. <laughs> um, but I just, I wanted to, I, I felt like I needed to connect with somebody at that moment. I was just feeling like I was just kind of floating around and it scared me that I was like so comfortable in that space and I could like be there and be perfectly fine. That's just not the person who I am. I don't know. And I think I just got really comfortable being alone in a way that I just shouldn't have. And I felt like it was just going to feed into just more bad habits. I started eating terribly again, gained 20 pounds back again. And I was just hovering in this real depressive state. And I was like, honestly, the sooner I break out of this, the better. I just I was like, I feel like I should start talking to people again. Mm -hmm. And then when I started doing it, I was like, oh, shit, I'm not talking to you i'm not talking to you I, don't um, feel that way.
1: I feel like we've been talking the whole time
0: i feel like i i've been i feel like i've been in like autopilot like you know how in click where he like put the, you know he he put the thing in autopilot so the like movie. he was there and mm-hmm. moving around and doing stuff and it seemed like everything was fine but he was disconnected mm. and like time passed and i he, didn't know like, you felt yeah. that way I'm like not entirely and not all the time but i was like i'm not really like paying attention to my life right now because i'm so sad mm-hmm. and i need to get back instead of trying to find more ways to like escape and disassociate and numb myself and disconnect like and one of the first things that I could think of as far as, like, what really made me feel connected to someone, obviously, it was you. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, where the podcast started was connecting through conversation with you. And then we started we started having conversations again, like, just talking. We, we were talking really heavily shortly after we came back from the hospital. But then, you know, I had to start back working the next week. And then most of our conversations, again, started being about, like, you know, what are you still feeling anything? Are you still, like, and I'm like, no, I, I don't have time or I have all these other things going on. Like, I can't even really, like, sit with something because the moment I do, I start getting too angry to function Mm -hmm. but i gotta hop back on zoom because i need to teach or i need to like you know like it was just very difficult i don't want to i don't want to disconnect from you i don't long story short i just want to i don't want to be apart from you thanks babe maybe your answer is a little short. i'm sorry if that was like no i was just listening to you it's not not, you i'm just there's
1: nothing wrong with your answer how long it was or anything
0: got you okay
1: So what inspired me to return sooner than I thought I would as a podcaster um, was I was inspired by other parents who have done with their grief, as I've talked about. A lot of the things we've been Mm -hmm. given since we lost Noble, we got a Molly bear, which um, is a bear that is the same weight as he was uh, when he was alive. We got a Rachel's gift box, which included like his, you know, birth blanket and pictures of him and like, you know, all these pamphlets for like grief support and funeral services and all these things. And these people who have created these type of things, um, are mothers and they have all lost infants. And tragically, Rachel is the, is the name of the baby. And her mom who created the box lost her in a car crash. She was pregnant and got in a car accident and her pelvic was Her pelvic was crushed. Mm -hmm. And Molly, um, I think she was, she's also the baby. And she was born, stillborn, I think. But these moms have found a way to, you know, give back. And I think when her baby was born, when Molly was born, the mom had been gifted like something weighted as well. And she realized other parents need this. And that's when they started the Molly Bear organization. So I was like, well, what can I do with this grief? Like I've really been wanting to create. I really been wanting to move and
0: do something with the Yeah, you know, I was
1: like, I have to the, I have to yeah. do something with this. And I had started journaling and writing and therapy and I looked at my vision board and I saw all the things I wanted and I was like, what can I do? And I realized that like we've been the podcast is how we do service. We offer a lot publicly for free and and that is that is service work. And I realized that like, okay, these women have managed to and these families have managed to be of service to people. And I wanted to, I just wanted to do something. Like, how can I, mm-hmm. what can I do? And the podcast was the first thing that came to mind. It was something we already do or already was doing and something I missed. And I also realized, right, that there were moments where you weren't, you you didn't have time to grieve, right? I don't have time to talk about how sad I am. I don't have time to talk about how angry I am in the way that I had time to because you had to go back to work in a more structured way than I did after Noble Pass. And I remember that the podcast was the only way sometimes when you were driving yeah. Lyft and I was pregnant with Drew, where we would talk, where we could have time to time. Um, check in. Yeah. We you, we'd record and then you go out to drive, we record and I'd go off and be pregnant somewhere, you know? <laughs> um, and so I was like, well, this is the only way I think I could get you to, to talk to me on the days where I, I wanted to have some type of conversation with you where you just weren't, in the space where you could have the type of conversation that I was trying to have. But yeah. I was like, well, lots of people lose babies and it sucks and it's awful and I'm probably never going to feel better, but these people have also done something yeah, and they still memorialize and they still venerate and they still honor their babies, but they they have to move it. And I realized I had to move it because it was weighing me down. And so, yeah, that's what inspired us collectively to come back sooner than we thought. And so, our plans moving forward, we will be coming back with a season four.
0: Season four will begin on
1: February 6th, which is a Sunday. Noble's Day is when he was born. Mm-hmm. And so, we are going to, yeah, it's in dedication to our son. And in between time, in the meantime, between time, we are going to have Memory Lane episodes. Yes. Um, between now and february so shoot us an email and let us know your favorite episodes or episodes you think we should refurbish and we um, could choose your episode to bring back to the feed so it'll just be like an old episode we'll come on and talk about that episode or maybe do something new and special Mm -hmm. and drop it so y'all can hear because we have so much content and there are so many people who still haven't heard so many episodes and we want to bring those to the forefront while we are prepping for season four engagement what's up love if you're ready to hear from us again mm-hmm. shoot us an email at blackmail at gmail.com or that's...
0: leave us a voicemail oh I'm sorry no is that Were you about to add something else? i was about to spell was... it oh, okay go ahead <laughs> it.
1: it's b-l-a-c-k-m-i-l-m-a-r at gmail.com there you go. and leave us a voicemail at
0: 770-750-4098 again that's 770-750-4098 <laughs>
1: Or hit us up on social media with how excited you are and what you're looking forward to. We bonus points for voicemails. We wanna hear our voices. We miss y'all. And we
0: wanna put the voicemails on the episode because they're hilarious. You know, you know that's what we do. Yes.
1: So leave us a voicemail, we won't pick up, don't worry. It goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> you don't have to worry about us answering it being like, Hello, who is you can this? also
0: leave as many takes as you want because people do that sometimes yes. until you get it right.
1: I think you get like three minutes. Yes. So people just be talking, which is fine. We just put it all together. <laughs> so um, yeah, we look forward to hearing from y'all.
0: We're ready to connect with you all again.
1: It's time for Randy and Mike's Fight or Flight. They've held it in a week, but you're hear it tonight. tonight. Don't really matter who is wrong or right, because it's fight or flight. Fight or flight. Okay, Mike, what is it? All right. Obviously, y'all, you still do fight when you lose an infant.
0: This is a small annoyance. All right. <laughs> okay. So everyone is aware now. By this point, and if you're not, you know, there is video up. Uh, Randy cut her hair. I did. And it's gorgeous, by the way. Thank Hot. you. Hot. <laughs> Desirable.
1: <laughs> I actually really like it because you can, like, cut my neck more and I can be cuddled more. And, I, like, yes. hair just.
0: It's so much easier it's to, so like, much easier. kiss on you. I didn't realize that uh, through our entire relationship, it was always <laughs> difficult for me to access the back of your damn neck. I was like.
1: Because <laughs> of my hair. Our
0: entire relationship, whether it was your braids, whether it my was perm, like, your perm. Or your locks. My locks, yeah. Except for when they were, like, really short. <laughs> but like it's i was like it's i have just i have access and i yes. can see your face yes and you can't hide There's behind no anything it's, you look absolutely beautiful thank um, you and i love it love your hair just want to start with love okay mike um when randy before randy got her hair cut randy was doing you know doing your research heavy you were learning about like different ways to take care of your hair stuff like that mm-hmm. and so you found and came across i guess someone on youtube who was talking about brushes mm-hmm. and do rags things like that right Yes. Okay. I, just, I don't know if you like remember these things.
1: I remember. Um,
0: so anybody out there who has ever had a low cut hair or fade, you understand? Like there's certain things you got to do. You got to get a brush. You got to have do rags. You got to like keep up your ways and things of that nature. Um, Randy is is new to this though, so she doesn't really have short hair etiquette.
1: What do you mean? Randy
0: don't have short hair etiquette. <laughs> See, when you're not using these things, you're supposed to put these things away. What do I have up? I out? I actually didn't tell you when it happened, but it irked me so bad the night that it the morning that it happened that i was like I almost snapped i almost what? threw it across the room what i woke up one morning and there was a brush in my ass no, you left the brush thing. in the bed right with the do-rag that I you weren't wearing so randy went to sleep I didn't mean she went to. to sleep did not wrap her hair she ain't put on a wave cap she ain't
1: put on a do-rag
0: but it's all in the bed
1: i didn't mean to i, I wake must up have one been morning, so like, tired
0: in my butt? i must
1: have been deep in grief got you and forgot <laughs> all
0: <my> right so <laughs> here's <laughs> the thing I understand you're being in grief, but here's my fight. Okay. Can you please put your hair things in a space? They ain't given space. We have these like beautiful cubbies, you know, we cleaned up the bed the bathroom. We made this space. But you know, it's just brushes everywhere. And I feel like this is like payback.
1: It's only two brushes and they're both up, but okay.
0: Now, now they are, yes. Okay. I think you've like since been like growing. Just have a designated place to put your do-rag. There's pockets on the side pillow of our bed like there's just places to put these things because I don't want to feel them. In my butt when I wake up, it would just be nice. It would just be nice if you just put your stuff up. <laughs> I feel like this is like retaliation from when I used to like brush my hair and my hair was dry. Yeah, I'm not see this is my fight. So, got you. This is my fight. Okay, so so you're gonna I'm fight. fighting it. Okay, why I think are you this fighting is your karma okay. Because
1: all those years and years and years and mm-hmm. years and years of you brushing your hair mm-hmm. and these flakes, babe, I don't see this very obvious flake I on don't, the sink I didn't see it. or on the toilet. I have really bad you eyesight. see all this other shit, but you don't see because your dry flakes. Like, no, I don't see this flake on the pillow.
0: I didn't. I thought that was the texture of our manage pillow. I can
1: to clean something I don't see. Exactly. But you know your hair is dry.
0: But I don't see it.
1: Okay. So.
0: Your fight is moot.
1: My, no, it's not. <laughs> my no fight sense. is uh-huh. I am new to this. Got you. And, and this is true. I don't make this mistake often. You don't. And I think this is your karma.
0: Got you. So my karma is you just not putting your shit away. You just mm-hmm. not going to.
1: I didn't say I was going to oh, not okay. do it. I'm it just saying just the times happened. that it happened, it's okay. just that just consider that reciprocity. There you go. Get it out <laughs> there. Reciprocity. <laughs> reciprocity.
0: Lauren Hill, only reason why y'all know that. Yes.
1: I know that word because I read.
0: Yes. After Lauren said so. <laughs> so that's my fight. So how, well, how are we going to move forward from here?
1: I'm going to do my best. And if I don't, then you just consider it your karma. I'm going to oh, make gotcha. sure I okay, put okay. Okay. So, I just gotta my to rag in it. <laughs> <my, laughs> I'm going to do my best. Yes, that's fine. That's all I ask. I really forgot that I looked. I didn't even know, Mike. You know I did it. I would I, not have went to sleep. Man, that's cool. With that in the bed. I love you so much. Okay. Okay.
0: This is, this is the only fight that I have for you right now. <laughs> Other than that, you've been a wonderful partner and friend. Have I? You have. You. Y'all should see Randy when she put on her do rag. It's so cute.
1: It's not cute. She I have like a very a small head and you know, it's not sexy, and it
0: sexy. I really wish you would
1: <laughs> it's not cute. That is the one thing. It is not cute.
0: When Randy went do rag shopping, this is quick as I you know, she did like the she did the cute girl thing. She was like, Well, what this color? I was like, girl, if you don't get black, <laughs> she, I don't right? I have a
1: black one, I have a purple one, and I have a green one. But
0: she went and got like a fancy satin one and some other stuff. I was I was like, All right, you'll look cute in that. It ain't gonna work for your hair, but it'll look cute. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for trying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think. You're welcome. Awesome. PDA. You first love.
1: All right. So, PDA is where we do public display of affection. If you're just tuning in, it's like, hey, what's going on with this couple? They were gone for a minute, popped up on my feed, they lost a baby. Let me see about this. Tea. so that's what we do for pda <laughs> we do public display of uh, appreciation <laughs> <laughs> and affection um but first we want to shout out our patrons so, yeah no, we
0: have some pda for our, our family over on patreon yeah
1: so before we show each other some love we want to give again a shout out to our village over on patreon with a special thanks to the new patrons linda and ruth and whitney who have joined thank y'all so much for joining our patreon in this this time
0: welcome to the foolishness
1: welcome uh shout out to Susie and robbie for sending flowers um for noble's memorial thank yes. you so much and the money um since we announced that he passed thank you because food was not being made but it was being bought so, Absolutely, yeah. thank you very much shout out also to miss lorraine for, for the mad shit yes
0: the boxing equipment miss uh, yes. lorraine gave us some um, speed bags and yes. got randy some gloves yes uh for the rage <laughs> and the
1: anger so thank you so much
0: thank you we appreciate it
1: britney for noble's plaque um has his his birthday on there and it's just a beautiful plaque that we have yeah. up and the sunshine box isn't the box it's like a box of like sunshine it literally all, it, was it was all, all yellow stuff.
0: <laughs> so i had like the yellow laffy <laughs> and, taffy and, um yep. yellow annihilators, yes lemon heads like
1: it was just it was actually fun like we went
0: through it, it. And it came at like it came shortly like shortly after we left the hospital like, yeah, like we
1: were day two I we think were mad unhappy for... at
0: this moment but yeah. we opened up this box and all this like, freaking confetti. Like and, came
1: <laughs> and it was really nice so thank yeah. you so much um, Ashley Jared Charnel and Kristen thank you for the money and the gift cards
0: because again food was not getting made
1: yeah we weren't cooking I actually went through like this deep American Deli oh yeah hard chicken Philly I was like on do, this one. I was doing that for like two weeks it was not healthy but
0: i told you i'll put that weight on quick it was um, also it, it definitely paid for mad liquor so shout out oh to yes
1: you. um it did and i was doing the american i realized american deli is like comfort food for me because after my grandmother passed i came home yeah from that Ghana, was one of the first things and that's, that you that's you the first i said i want american deli and so one i of the think the first thing
0: that you got <laughs> <laughs> whenever you came to visit from ohio too we we hit up american deli yeah I needed, wings in Philly, one yes,
1: I needed comfort and so yeah. Um, so thank y'all so much for, again, the money and gift cards. And thank you everyone else on Patreon for all your support and positivity. Um, in this very, very dark part. And like, as we have changed and grown, y'all have sat on these Patreon calls, these mm-hmm. sad calls and these in-between calls. And y'all have talked to us and told us your good news. And y'all have been um, very tender and just sweet. And we really appreciate y'all. And so we, we want really to do. show you some love. Yes. And welcome anyone else to come on Patreon and get some of this love
0: too thank y'all and again and y'all are aware of this but this wouldn't be possible without y'all like literally y'all paid for equipment like yes. the microphones we're speaking <laughs> this into. is how, this how we get how paid we did it the lights stands
1: the microphone we
0: appreciate y'all so much so thank y'all for y'all continued support and um we love y'all yes. y'all know this already
1: all right babe is it my first or your first pd it says me you okay what's up love so we we're at the end of this episode babe yep we recorded this episode when we thought, if you would have told us in July, excuse me, that this would be happening, we would have probably fought somebody. But we, it is happening. And so I'm really proud of you. And thank you for getting on the podcast and telling me some things I didn't know. And um, and opening up and and sharing, I think for men and women, or just in general, I think for people, all people are often confused about why the partner that did not birth the baby is having a hard time. I think that's also a trauma response while people are confused or why people don't always give the dad or the, the person that wasn't birthing. Grace. You've done a lot
0: of research into uh-huh. these topics. I have done literally none. So I, I didn't I mean, understand, I just, understand I, how that's I, I a people, thing.
1: I mean, it is people don't, there are lots of people who are like, why is he hurting? Like shut the fuck up. Did they like, say that? Did anyone say that? No one, one has said this me. to okay. me, but curious. it has, it is is a thing that people say. And yeah. you are hurting for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And, um, a lot of people don't know a lot about the birth, which we will talk about when we are ready on the mic. But Mike, he had to do a lot of things by himself when I was on the table and unconscious. And so he had the most time with Noble outside of the womb. And it's just different. And so I'm really proud of you for getting on and recording and wanting to come back and wanting to do this again, even though um, you lost a son. And it's really sad. But I love you and I'm proud of you. And I think you did well today. As the producer in me, I think that <laughs> I think that you did well today.
0: Thank you, love. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So our episode is titled A Proper Ending. Yes. There's no like real proper ending to this scenario. There's no ending. This thing, this, t- this stuff lives with us. It goes on like forever. Mm-hmm. But as far as wrapping up this season, I'm really glad that you, you brought this idea up and that you felt compelled to do this and that you wanted to do this. I think it just speaks to your grace, your strength, how big you are. I am very proud of all that you've done this year, all that you had to overcome and all that you endured. And we'll get into details about this as the season goes on. And whenever we start, you know, want to release more information about it. But you went through so much this year, just this year. And it feels like we've had like three years wrapped up in one um, with everything that has gone on. You did everything that you were supposed to do at every turn, every minute of every day of every month of this year. And I love you. I'm very proud of you very proud of you i am sorry about this loss and i love you
1: thanks babe i love you too and i'm proud of you too this shit ain't easy this is some awful awful hard shit so (laughs) i'm proud of you go ahead love okay no, me.
0: Yeah. No, you not me. You. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is co-hosted, co-produced, co-created, co-everything. co-everything by Mikey and Randy Chapman. So if you like what you hear and see, support our show and our work on Patreon at patreon.com/slash Black Millennial Marriage. Yes,
0: that is where you go for the behind-the-scenes, the extra, the more of us, the blog
1: posts, the meetings to
0: participate in this foolishness. Yeah. Yes.
1: New season begins February 6th.
0: February 6th. Black Women and Marriage will return on Black History Month.
1: So mark your calendars.
0: And look forward to the blackness.
1: Yes. The Black Women Marriage podcast, Fight or Flight Jingle, was created by Ebony Janae at Janae's Jingles. Details are in our show notes. We, we are, are
0: available on YouTube. And iTunes. And Spotify. And Stitcher. And Google Podcasts. And
1: all other major streaming services. Rate us.
0: Five stars.
1: And subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. I know we've been gone for a minute, but rate us please <laughs> we, we, could really, we really appreciate the pda and it helps more than y'all think when, pe- when people see your your glowing reviews and um and how you feel about us so. also
0: this season was our first time taking our stab at youtube um so we are going to continue to still grow in that space and release videos here and there here um and there. so definitely subscribe to that and help us build an audience there because we're working we're working and building be sure to check <laughs> out our
1: website <laughs> com. <laughs> you, know you skipped a whole bullet
0: point point. Oh, and shit, follow honey.
1: us on social media no, platforms no we really just did that oh did we oh, yes. oh lord jesus i'm sorry
0: it's okay i love you
1: follow us on platforms on instagram we are black million marriage and facebook we are
0: it's all right i know mean, we ain't potted in a minute black million marriage podcast
1: <laughs> and we're gonna deactivate the twitter Unless let we y'all are
0: at and the let
1: y'all give us some good ideas about how we could use our twitter how does
0: twitter work anymore
1: we know how to use it but for our podcast does it make sense plus does everybody's it? on instagram and facebook for us and so y'all you you know you let us know let us know
0: should we like tweet during episodes is that like a thing people do we used to Hmm. something to explore
1: <laughs> <laughs> lastly, <laughs> lastly and
0: most important i got this vote okay mike black millennial marriage is solely produced by wordy Fucking production. Mikey. A podcast production service company on a mission to keep new and seasoned creators podcasting. It is the greatest (laughs) podcast production services company. Please go and check out wordyproductions.com. Book a consultation and meet with the flyest, greatest, most consistent, and detail oriented producer that you will ever work with in your God given life.
1: Not God given.
0: Details in our show notes. As always, nah. Yeah. If you know dead ass, if you ain't heard of <laughs> Wordy Productions, my nigga, thank
1: you. Like you need
0: to like check this out because like Wordy Productions is like it's lit. That's where it's at. I love Wordy Productions and like the CEO of that thing. Like she like bad. Like even if you just want to see what she look like, just check out the website.
1: <laughs> thank you,
0: y'all. My girl started a business. I'm just super ben. proud.
1: Thank you, thank you, babe.
0: You're welcome. There's a meme that I'm going to share <laughs> that's like that's associated with this. is fine We can get into it, it. Wordyproductions.com.
1: As always, y'all. Be blessed. Then don't settle. Fight (laughs) clean. Peace.